This is the only podcast that gives you a 20-minute guarantee. Give us 20 minutes of your life, and if you're not completely satisfied, you'll you'll get get your your minutes back. back. No No questions questions asked. asked. It's a minor detail podcast. Child in the Nick Gilder's Hot Child in the City. Play that at the top of the podcast because it was this day, 43 years ago, that song was number one in the U.S. 1978, the uh, great song Hot Child in the City, a one-hit wonder, Nick Gilder. The only interesting thing about Nick Gilder, I think is interesting, is that he was the lead singer of a band called Sweeney Todd. It was a Canadian kind of a glam rock band. He left the band, and when he left the band, he was replaced by a 16-year-old singer from Canada by the name of Brian Adams. That's right. Nick Gilder was replaced by Brian Adams. I think that's the only fascinating thing about him. But uh, that song still holds up today. Great song, Hot Child in the City. Had a really cool music video with a lady of the night being chased finally pulls out a gun it's a a crazy music video if you've never seen it there it is number one on this day 1978 welcome to the podcast today it is thursday the 28th well we are almost to halloween uh we're gonna whip through a little bit of news for you here today and uh, we're gonna end the podcast with kind of a sad music memory to pass along we'll do that for you coming up here at the end of the podcast Well, this story jumped out at me first today. Every year, I'm always fascinated when Merriam-Webster chooses to add new words to the dictionary. First of all, I I never can't understand why they need to add new words, but they do. So, I guess it's because the English language is ever-changing and expanding. And so, they have added hundreds of new words and definitions to their official dictionary including slang sayings, political phrases, technological terminology that gained prominence over the last several years. In total, the editors of the Merriam-Webster Dictionary added 455 new words and definitions, marking the largest update since January. And one of those that's been added is dad bod. Dad bod is now an official term in Merriam-Webster's Dictionary. Other uh, terms added include breakthrough, as in the breakthrough, you know, infection, to describe an infection occurring in a vaccinated person. A super spreader has been added. That's defined as an event or location where many people contract such an infection. And vaccine passport, referring to a document that provides proof of vaccination. Those are some of those added. They also added long COVID, a term which, like the medical condition it describes, likely isn't going anywhere for a long time. And it wasn't all about medical terms. Dictionary added tons of techie terms to bit rot, for instance, refers to the degradation of digital information over time, while copy pasta is defined as data that has been copied and pasted across the internet. Online slang also got added. TFW, which stands for for the win. TBH, which stands for to be honest. And Amorite which is an alternate spelling of am I right, were also added. 
couple of culinary words also made the update, including ghost kitchen. That describes a restaurant that only exists to offer takeout. And fluffernutter to define a sandwich made with peanut butter and marshmallow cream. Perhaps the silliest definition, however, belongs to dad bod, which entered the dictionary thanks to its staying power in the English language. Here is the new definition of dad bod. A physique regarded as typical of an average father, especially one that is slightly overweight and not extremely muscular. Dad bod is now in the dictionary. All right, some other stuff going on. The NAACP is calling on pro athletes to not sign with pro leagues that have teams in Texas. Now, this is because they have a criticism of legislative actions taken in Texas earlier this year. NAAC President and CEO Derek Johnson and NAACB Texas State Conference President Gary Bledsoe said, we're pleading with you if you're a free agent and you're considering employment in Texas, look elsewhere. The Texas government will not protect your family. Demand that Texas owners invest in your rights and protect your investments. Texas is not safe for you, your spouse, or your children. Until the legislation is overturned, Texas isn't safe for anyone. I'm sure Jerry Jones is thrilled to hear (laughs) this news. Don't sign with my team, the Cowboys, if you're a free agent. In the press release, the NAACP pointed specifically to several actions taken by Texas Governor Greg Abbott, including signing an elections bill that critics argue will curb voting access, signing an abortion law that effectively bans abortions after six weeks, and most recently, signing in a new congressional map into law. So the NAACP says if you're a big-time pro-free agent, do not sign anywhere in Texas. Again, Jerry Jones, Mark Cuban... Uh, good luck. Well, Facebook has made it official. Uh, the CEO, Mark Zuckerberg, said his company is rebranding itself as Meta, M-E-T-A, in an effort to encompass its virtual reality mission for the future, what Zuckerberg calls Metaverse. Skeptics point out that it also appears to be an attempt to change the subject from the Facebook papers. That's a leaked document trove so dubbed by a consortium of news organizations. Many of those documents uh, are not good. The employer-turned-whistleblower Francis Hagen have revealed how Facebook ignored or downplayed internal warnings of the negative and often harmful consequences. Now, Facebook, the app, along with Instagram, WhatsApp, and Messenger, are here to stay. The company's corporate structure also won't change. But on December 1st, its shares will start trading under a new ticker symbol, M-V-R-S. So once again, it'll still say Facebook, it'll say Instagram, but the name of the company will now be called Meta. So there you go. Well, big news uh, in Oklahoma today. The uh, U.S. Supreme Court has overturned a stay of execution for death row inmates Julius Jones and John Grant. The U.S. Supreme Court ruled, asking the court to vacate a stay of execution for those inmates. Now, you might remember uh, Julius Jones. He uh, was a guy who has had his case out in the public due to Kim Kardashian. She has been to Oklahoma on more than one occasion. Kevin Durant, another celebrity who is pushing 
for his release. Well, just yesterday, they uh, stayed the execution, and then today, that stay was lifted, and at 4 o'clock today, he was scheduled to be executed, Grant was. Now, Jones uh, is scheduled to be executed November 18th. Uh, Grant was convicted in the 1998 murder of Gay Carter, a kitchen supervisor at the Correctional Center, Dick Connor Correctional Center, where he was incarcerated to uh, several robbery convictions. Court documents say Grant stabbed Carter 16 times inside a broom closet. Families of nine victims killed in a racist attack at that black South Carolina church have reached a settlement agreement with the Justice Department. This is because of a faulty background check that allowed the killer, Dylan Roof, to purchase a gun he used in that 2015 massacre. The $88 million deal, which includes $63 million for the families of the slain and $25 million for survivors of the shooting, was announced today in Washington. Bakari Sellers, an attorney who helped broker the agreement, uh, announced those terms. Sellers said the 88 figure was purposeful. It's a number typically associated with white supremacy and the number of bullets that Roof said he had taken with him during the attack. So that uh, was announced earlier today. Well, you might remember this story. Christian author Rachel Evans left behind a legion of loyal readers. She died in May of 2019 at the age of 37. Well, last June, a children's book she'd been working on was published posthumously and soon topped the picture book bestseller list. Well, next week, her final book for adults is being published. It's called Wholehearted Faith. It's addressed to Christians like herself who sometimes wrestle with doubts about their faith yet do not want to abandon it. The book opens with a poignant forward by her husband, Daniel Evans, and an introduction by Jeff Chu, an author, editor, and close friend of the couple. The original manuscript was originally 11,000 words, but Chu expanded it, scouring through blog posts that Evans had made, speeches that uh, she had made, and through passages that were cut from her previous books, among them a New York Times bestseller called A Year of Biblical Womanhood. So her final book will be released later this year. And just how many people have caused problems on planes due to mask mandates? How many incidents do you think have happened? More than 3,500 mask incidents have been reported since the beginning of this year. According to uh, President Joe Biden's executive order, fines were doubled for those who are not in compliance with the mask requirement. And we end the podcast today by going back 14 years. It was 2007 on this day. We lost the legendary Porter Wagner. He died in Nashville at the age of 80 from lung cancer. Of course, he helped launch the career of Dolly Parton, had his own TV show, which ran for 21 years until 1981. Wagner signed his first record deal in 1955. Of course, Green Green Grass of Home, one of his all-time great songs. But long before there were true crime podcasts and true crime shows like 48 Hours and Forensic Files and Dateline, there was a little song that everybody got fascinated by. Because as you listen to the song, you found out more and more about this true crime drama. And that song was the Carroll County Accident. We thought we would end the show today by letting you hear the whole thing and kind of let you follow along on what happened in this classic. 
The late Porter Wagner dying on this day in 2007. The Carroll County accident. Here on a Minor Detail Podcast. Carroll County's pointed out as kind of square. The biggest thing that happens is the county fair. I guess that's why it seemed like such a big event. What we all call the Carroll County accident. The wreck was on the highway just inside the line. Walter Browning lost his life and for a time. It seemed that Mary Ellen Jones would surely die. But she lived long enough for her to testify. Walter Browning was a happy married man And he wore a golden wedding ring upon his hand But it was gone, nobody knew just where it went He lost it in the Carroll County accident Mary Ellen testified he flagged her down Said he was sick and could she drive him into town No one even doubted what she said was true Cause she was well respected in the county too I went down to see the wreck like all the rest The bloody seats, the broken glass, the tangled mess But I found something no one else had even seen Behind the dash in Mary's crumpled up machine A little matchbox circled by a rubber band And inside the ring from Walter Browning's hand It took a while to figure out just what it meant The truth about the Carroll County accident By dark of night, I dropped the ring into a well And took a sacred oath that I would never tell The truth about the Carroll County accident Cause the county ordered Dad a marble monument I lost him in the Carroll County accident So yes, before there were true crime podcasts there was that story of the Carroll Kelly accident. All right, that's going to wrap up the podcast today. Have yourself a wonderful Thursday. We're back here tomorrow to get you into the weekend. I'll see you back here then. Jess, tell everybody where they can find us. Well, that's a wrap. Reach out to us on Facebook and Instagram. Questions and comments, email us, minordetailpodcast at gmail.com. Want to get a hold of us? Need to let us know something? We want to know about it. Hit up our 24-hour hotline, 479-388-1638. That's 479-388-1638. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, and more. A Minor Detail Podcast, copyright 2020, the Radio Voice Productions, LLC. I'm Jess, and I'm out.